0: Hey, how's it going? My name is Stephen Marks, and welcome to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. My purpose with all of these teachings is to equip you with the Word of God and help you understand your authority, your power, your victory, and mission as a believer in Jesus Christ. So you go from glory to glory and victory to victory by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you. So enjoy, God bless, and let's get our generation saved. Good morning and welcome to season 3 episode 1. This season's going to be dedicated to walking in the power to heal, right? The past two have been the secrets to answered uh, answered prayer and walking in the authority and power of Jesus. If you haven't listened to them, you need to go back. You need to go and listen to them because all of these podcasts basically build on one another, right? We're leaving the elementary principles of repentance from dead works and whatnot that uh, Hebrews six talks about. We're now pressing into the deeper things of God that every Christian needs to be walking in, needs to be pressing into every single day if you wanna live a life of victory and go from glory to glory in every single thing that you do, right? The word of God says in Psalm one that if we meditate on his Lord day and night, if we delight in the law of God, Above all other things, we're like a tree planted by streams of water. We yield fruit in our season, and everything we touch prospers. Right? That's That's the life of a Christian. We're a different breed. That's one of the episodes that I talked about, being a different breed to the rest of the world. And one of the biggest things that sets us apart in this world is healing. And I'm talking about divine, supernatural healing. This is not something that certain believers can walk in and others don't. Every single believer has the ability and is actually required to walk in healing. Because Mark 16, verse 17 to 18, I believe, literally says these signs will follow them who believe. And it ends with the sign being they will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. So this is a requirement. You need to be walking in this. If you're a Christian, if you're not One, you probably haven't even tried praying for people. Two, you probably have that thought or feeling within you that says, what if it doesn't work, which I'm going to deal with quickly and get rid of that. Um, And so really, these kind of things we need to be walking in because every single believer encounters people every single day who need a prayer. And that's all it takes. One prayer sets you free. One prayer looses you from the chains of Satan and you're free. You're free to go. And then you're free and empowered to empower other people and to set other people free so that it can be a knock-on effect. That's how it's supposed to go. So today, we're going to set the sure foundation of how we can walk in healing. How do we even know this is biblical? How do we know we can walk in this as believers? And like this podcast says, spirit and truth. It's about the spirit of God, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord, and truth. What is truth? The word of God. When they come together, there's a move of God. We see that in Pentecost. We see that all throughout the the New Testament, right? When the spirit and truth come together, there's a power. It's a double-edged sword, and that's what where the power of God is. So, we're going to kick this off, and I've got the best way to... Uh, to basically start this foundation. Go with me to Matthew 8. I'm gonna read the entire chapter and I'm gonna open it up to you in the most amazing way. I remember when I discovered this, uh, my life changed forever. And it's actually from a guy called uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Um, a lot of what I'm gonna be teaching today actually comes from him. And if he ever listens to this man, you changed my life. I really appreciate it and I honor you as a man of God. And whoever listens to this, I encourage you, go and listen to his teachings. I've never heard somebody preach and teach the word of God the way that man does. And so I have, I have the utmost respect for him. But do me a favor, go to Matthew 8. This is the healing chapter of the Bible where Jesus covers every single category of disease, which is amazing. And I'm going to start. It says this, When he, that's Jesus, came down from the mountain, great ca- crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying... Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him and said, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. When he had uh, entered Capernaum, a centurion, so that's a Roman, came forward to him, appealing to him, said, Lord, my servant is lying, paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I say to one, go and he goes and another, come and he comes. And to my servant, do this and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and he said to those who followed him, truly I tell you, with no one in all of Israel have I found such faith. I tell you many will come from east and west and recline at the table with Abraham Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven while the sons of the kingdom or israelites by flesh will be thrown into outer darkness in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth and the centurion say uh, sorry and to the centurion jesus said go let it be done for you as you have believed and the servant was healed that very moment and when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever and he touched her hand and the fever left her and she rose and began to serve him. That evening, um, that evening, they, that's everyone, brought to him many who were oppressed by demons and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was written or spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illness and bore our disease. Now, when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. And a scribe came to him and said, teacher, I'll go and follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes of holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. And another disciple said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was beginning to be swamped with waves. But he was asleep. So we know that he wasn't being literal, saying there's no place for the Son of Man to rest his head. Because Jesus isn't lying there half cocked with his head in the air, right? Jesus was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? You have, sorry, you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? And when he came to the other side, to the country of the Gans- or oh, I think it's Ganseret, two demon-possessed men met him, coming out of the tomb so fierce that no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, son of God? Have you come here to torment us, that's the demons, before time? Now a herd of pigs was feeding at some distance from them, and demons, the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. Single word. So they came out and went into the pigs, and behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. The herdsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything, especially what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. That's chapter 8, Matthew chapter 8, and it's deep. I know I just needed to read that, and then I'm going to be able to explain some of the truths here. Firstly, we see in Matthew 8, verses 2, we see the leper come forward to Jesus, and he says, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. That's the first thing. People come forward. If Jesus could heal, then he would do this. Or how do I know it's God's will to heal me? Like maybe he doesn't want to right now. You know, well, this takes care of that. If you will, you can make me clean. What does Jesus say? I will be clean and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. So there's the first truth. If Jesus was willing then to heal immediately, then what does Hebrews say? In Hebrews, I think it's, 13 verse 6 or hebrews 13 verse 8 it says jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forevermore so if he was there willing and able to heal then he is willing and able to heal and he will be willing and able to heal forever boom done and dusted that that's it that's the end of the story He is willing and able to heal. And you might say, well, every situation is different. No, it's not different. Because every single time Jesus healed, he healed all. Literally, it goes over in verse 16, where it says, That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Healed all who were sick. Bang. Done and dusted. Jesus was Willing and able to heal all who are oppressed of the devil. If you are in any way, shape or form needing healing, Jesus is willing and able to heal you. Just the reality. That's the first truth. Secondly, look at this. Jesus covers four categories of sickness and disease in this single chapter. Firstly, he takes care of all skin or structural disease. We're talking about leprosy. We're talking about joints, ligaments. We're talking about all that kind of stuff. He's taking care of that in one time. That's that category of disease handled. So no matter what you come across, he's handled skin and structural issues. Secondly, the centurion. Look at that. The centurion came and he said, my son, um, sorry, my servant is paralyzed, suffering terribly. That's a neuro or nervous system disease. So he takes care of all of those kind of disease. That category sorted out because you can see the Lord's taking care of it here. And it's just by authority, not even by faith. It's amazing. Then he encounters Peter's mother-in-law who's got a fever. That's a sickness of the blood. So we're talking blood disorders, sickle cell anemia, all that kind of stuff in the blood. HIV taken care of in that one chapter, in that one little section even within that chapter, right? And then fourth category of disease is demonic oppression, demon spirits. He takes care of it straight away. Not even an issue. He used one word. The word go. That's the power and authority of Jesus. And what does the Bible say? It says you no longer live. You were crucified with Christ. And now who lives in you? Christ. The life I now live, I live in faith. I live in the flesh in faith of the Son of God who gave himself up for me. Right? For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. What did Christ do? Healed all who were oppressed of the devil. Walked in the healing power of God. Was anointed to heal everyone oppressed of the devil. Went around destroying the works of the devil. So there you go. Jesus heals every single category of disease with absolute ease. No problem at all. And now I'm going to give you a couple other truths. Firstly, check at this. This... Um, Centurion comes forward and he recognizes authority. Now, there's a difference between authority and power, right? We've been given all authority over the enemy. Okay, actually, let me read it. Uh, it's in Luke, somewhere in Luke. I think it's Luke ten, 19. I'm going to read it in a different Bible. Luke 10, Verse 19, or verse, so the 72 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So there you go. Two different distinct words. Authority is one word. Power is another. These disciples didn't have Power, but they did have authority. What did now in Acts uh, 1 verse 8, when the Holy Spirit came upon you, what do you receive? Power. That's dunamis power. So now we not only have authority to heal, but the power to heal dwelling inside of us because the Spirit of God lives inside of us, right? So we are even better off than the centurion. And the centurion grasped the reality of, of authority and power. You see? So actually, atheists are the most confused out of everyone. Satanists are closer to the truth than people who are atheist or agnostic who have no idea what's going on. Those guys are really lost because Christians know and they're walking in the freedom. Satanists know, right? Even James says the demons tremble and know who God is, right? They know God's one. They know he's, he's the, the, the victor, right? That 2,000 years ago, everything was flipped on its head. So Satanists know what's going on. They're just deceived. Right? Because they they follow the father of lies. So their entire life is a lie. Okay, check it this. Then the next one I wanted to, to hit on is this idea of immediately. Listen, I'm more than willing and able to understand and believe that God's blessed us with bodies that heal, that repair themselves. So I'm not saying that, you know, God can't heal over a long period of time. God can do whatever the heck he wants. I'm just saying, in scripture, we see that when Jesus heals, when the power of God moves to heal, it's immediately. It's within the hour, right? That very moment is what happened. Immediately, there was healing. So I'm saying, when we're talking about walking in the, walking in the power to heal, it's immediate action. This person's bone was broken, back into shape, absolutely fine. This person just came out of surgery on a wheelchair, can't walk, stands up, walks absolutely fine. This person didn't have a leg, regrew. Right then and there. That's what I'm talking about. The power to heal being immediate. Right? And then I'm also saying I'm not on the side that's saying, you know, there's just certain things that Jesus just leaves out. Because that never happened in his ministry. He never said to someone, you know what? You're just, you're glorifying God a little bit too much being sick. And so I'm just going to keep you sick. So you keep glorifying God. Because if I healed you, you'd stop glorifying God. No. No. Every single time. This is what he said. He cast out all the demons and spirits with a word and he healed all who were oppressed of the devil. Acts 10.38 says that Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit to go around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. That's the other thing I want to say. And we're probably going to get into that in the, in the next podcast, actually, because this is 15 minutes. We're hitting it. So Jesus hits four categories of disease, all possible categories of disease covered in a single chapter in Matthew 8 and reveals a number of key secrets to walking in the power to heal. And we're going to dive into these. There's probably about 10 next episodes of of kind of. Key pillars of divine healing. And then I'm going to give you a bunch of reasons why you can expect healing immediately as well. And walk in that authority and power. So I pray that this blesses you in the mighty name of Jesus. Do me a favor. Press into this today. Ask the Lord for revelation of it. Press into can we walk in the healing power of Jesus yourself. And I'll see you tomorrow for our first kind of episode on the secrets to healing. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray this blesses you. I love you. God bless.